0: Welcome to You Don't Say, listen to real English conversation as we talk about life around the world, cultural differences and things that have surprised us on our travels. Now here's your hosts, Abigail and Audrey.
1: So welcome to episode 44 of You Don't Say and we are back with our guest interview for the month. And the person that we're interviewing today is actually someone that I'm very close to. It's my best friend from university, and we actually studied Italian together. Uh, So do you want to introduce yourself, Naz?
2: Hi, my name is Naz, and I was born in the UK,
0: but I'm from Iranian descent. So yeah, so I I have to be honest, I don't have any friends from Iran. And um, I don't know, just life hasn't made me introduce me to anybody from Iran although I do have many um friends on social media from <laughs> students following me from Iran but um yeah so this is a great chance for me to learn more about Iranian culture so tell me what mm-hmm. um there's a special tradition and you've got the Iranian new year coming up soon is that right
2: yep that's correct yep it's Eid noruz and noruz means new day Persian New Year is about also celebrating the beginning of spring as well and basically it's always been a very important tradition for us.
0: And what do you like about it?
2: Every aid we celebrate with the family together, we gather together, we get to wear new clothes, We ha- there's this traditional dish we have which is sabzi polan mahi which is rice with chopped herbs and fried fish and it, in fact, some people believe it celebrates prosperity. And yes, I definitely really enjoy Eid It's very similar to Christmas for Christians.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're excited. And you have presents as well? Yes, definitely.
2: We have something <laughs> known as A.D. And that's when the elders give the youngsters um, money. And you put this money in the Qur'an. And when it's eight, they open the the Quran and they give you the money. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. okay sounds exciting Thank you. <laughs> so um so what wh- how does it how is it like for managing Iranian traditions and British traditions? do you celebrate them all um is do you do something at Christmas as well? I know it's a Christian yeah, tradition, but you know it's also. <laughs> I'm not Christian and I celebrate Christmas too yeah
2: yeah definitely Christmas is also important and it's such a fun period as well and everyone celebrates Christmas basically Mm. yeah so
1: I know um one thing that you really love about Iranian culture
0: is the food
2: um yes definitely
0: What's your favourite Iranian really dish?
2: My favourite Persian dish would probably be, that's a very good question, it would be, <laughs> I think I'd have to say karafs, which is celery with lamb. It doesn't sound appetising, but it's much <laughs> better than it sounds
0: with <laughs> okay. rice. Okay, well we'll definitely put the names of these in the show notes yeah. so people can can have a look on google and see the photos and or or maybe even cooking how to cook it so it'd be interesting to have a look yeah okay Okay.
2: and of course kebab as well a lot of iranians have kebab (laughs) kebab
0: yeah (laughs) so the real pronunciation is kebab okay (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah okay great and so um What's it like, I guess, um, having, um, as you said, like, you feel, do you feel more Iranian or more British? The combination, yeah.
2: I definitely feel more Iranian because of my family and, the, and my upbringing. And, you know, I've always been very close to Iranian culture. And another reason is because of my religion. I'm very close to Islam as well. I really enjoy the Iranian traditions,
0: the language, the music. Great. And for somebody who, for example, like um is thinking of moving from Iran to to the UK, what do you yeah. think could be the most like difficult thing of, at the you know maybe at the beginning, like to to adjust to life in the UK?
2: I would probably say the language barrier. It, it would be mm. very difficult for them to have to learn English from scratch.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, and I guess maybe, you know, the the style of like real native speaker British, not the, the English you learn at school is always Definitely. a bit of a shock. And do you, do you go back to, do you, did your family go back to Iran sometimes?
2: Yes, usually during the summer. They go back, and I used to go quite a lot to Iran when I was much younger to visit my relatives there.
1: Yeah, so when, like, when you've been back in the past, like, what were some of your favorite memories?
2: Um, visiting different parts of Iran, of course, visiting my family, catching up with them, and of course, seeing. Uh, different, different historical places as well in Iran. And so, Iran, so Iran. You,
0: you're getting getting ready for the preparations for how do I say Nowruz? Is it Nowruz? No, no, yes. Nowruz, Nowruz yeah. on the twentieth of March. Um, are you? What do you do? Do you prepare in a particular way? Do you, are you going shopping for new clothes? What 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 preparations are you currently doing for for the special day?
2: Well, basically, what we do is we can prepare the table with half seen. And basically, these are seven different items, which begin with the letter S. And basically, Mm -hmm. so for example, you've got, so for example, I can tell you the seven items which we use, they're all symbolic objects. So we've got, for example, senjed, which is sweet, dry fruit, and it actually represents love. Then you've got serke, which is vinegar, and that symbolizes patience. Sip, which is apple, and that symbolizes health and beauty. And then you've got sumar, which is like um crushed spices, crushed spice of raspberries, and that represents the sunrise. Then you've got samanu, which is a sweet pudding, which is made of uh wheat jam, and sometimes you can also put coins, which is known as seke in the half scene, and you also can put a mirror, candles, painted eggs, which represent fertility. And also we have sweets and pastries such as nohochi, which is made of chickpea flour. So each of these items represent different things. And also um, something we always do is we gather around the table and we say prayers. And again, that's when we get our AD as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, and so and so. What are you doing personally? Do you are you in charge of cooking anything particular, or is that your mum's? I don't know. How does yeah. it work? Do you <laughs> share tasks or <laughs> no? How my do you get ready? My mum usually does the cooking. Yeah,
2: and so and you can just this, eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. She <laughs> makes sabzi color with mahi which is the uh, rice with
0: chopped herbs and fish. Great. So busy, busy. Your mum is really busy, I guess, but also excited because it's a special time of the year. Yes,
2: definitely. Abby knows that before age as well, we have the Sabza, which is the wheat grass. And do you remember, Abby? I used to tell you that you can tie knots. Yeah. And 13 days after, um you basically throw it in the river and basically it's all in order to get rid of all misfortunes in your life and in fact yeah. single ladies they tie knots in order to be able to find a husband oh <laughs> oh <You have> her. <laughs> I do yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: yeah so oh interesting so um Abby have you ever participated in one of these meals or I haven't no I haven't okay. I've seen the photos but I haven't participated okay. yeah okay would it would it be strange to have like a non-family member come to a day like this
2: not at all yeah. no no not at all actually Abby's been to a lot of Iranian parties with me oh, oh yeah you yeah <laughs> the one thing that they always ask you to do when we go to the parties is dance
1: yeah this is a thing that's really particular about Iranian culture we were talking about it a few days ago so if you go to a British party and someone says oh um come on let's dance you say no and then they'll say, oh, come on, come and dance. And you say, no. And then they just leave you. But if you go to Iranian parties, you're expected to dance. And you say, no. And they say, come on. And you say, no. And they say, why? And you say, no. And you just have to go and dance. Because <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Like dancing so is so really... She's a really good great. dancer. Really good ah, dancer. Good. Everyone well done, Abby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, does it matter how you dance? You just have to dance like there's no particular style or uh, are there actual moves
2: no we do have Persian dancing but anyone can dance however they want and Abby she's fantastic at it
0: (laughs) well done Abby (sighs) okay so lots of dancing Uh, Abby for you your experiences going to these parties what what stood out in your mind as um something I don't know different to your traditional culture, yeah. Besides the dancing. Yeah. The dancing ones,
1: yeah. Just um constantly being offered food. <laughs> 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 navigating yeah. Hungry, like yeah constantly
0: being offered food, I would say as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um yeah, I don't think I imagine that's big. Do you feel like the sense of family, uh, togetherness is maybe stronger in the I would really, we take typical British culture? Definitely, mm.
2: because Iranians tend to be very close to their family and very family-orientated. And mm. also, as Abby was saying, what's quite interesting is she knows about tariff. Iranians will not stop insisting. So, for example, if you go mm. to a restaurant, the Iranian will not stop insisting
0: on paying,
2: especially the eldest one.
0: Ah, okay. In the <laughs> oh, we we have had it we did do an episode on this like paying oh, for the bill
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh right.
0: Mm, so so iranians always like to pay for the bill is that what you're saying
2: yes yes and also something known as tarof. so for example like abby was saying if you go somewhere they're constantly going to say you have to eat this you have to eat this and keep offering <laughs> you food this is
0: known as tarof. okay great and what happens um for example like if you you're eating what should you do about the food on your plate uh do you leave a little bit on the plate so you indicate that you're full and you don't want any more or should you finish your plate like what would be the recommendation to survive a dinner
2: i would say to finish everything on your plate so they know you've enjoyed your food okay okay no. But I yeah, have also heard that they say that it's polite to leave a little bit on your plate. But definitely, mm. I personally would say to leave, to make sure that you've eaten everything off your plate, so they know you've enjoyed your food.
0: Okay. And I have another question. What would be the best adequate, for example, like in the, if you have food in the middle of the table and there's a little bit left, um, what would be the adequate for taking the last part of some food? Mm.
2: I personally wouldn't do that. I feel personally doing <laughs> that. But I do know that some people would do that. But it just
0: depends. If you enjoy the food, then why not? You're allowed to take the last one. I don't know. Do you have yes, to say something good. like, oh, it's so great. I want to take the last. Yeah. You might bath, do a little or... thing and say, oh, are you sure it's okay? Are you sure it's okay? <laughs> You'd feel a little okay. bit embarrassed at first, but Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah oh interesting these are these are always interesting questions yeah. food adequate how to survive a dinner what's the right thing to do so thanks yes. for that that's really interesting oh no problem <laughs> okay i think i don't know do have we got any more questions um
1: i think i think that's it i think we've good. we're good i think we've got lots of um information for our <laughs> listeners to go and have a look at
0: yeah definitely i think we'll put lots of show links about um the different things that we've talked about today so people can they're curious can have a a read and see some photos i think sometimes it helps to have a look at how things dishes look or decorations maybe we can find some different images to share so that would be great so thanks so much It's been so great to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you,
2: ladies.
0: It was lovely speaking to you as well. (laughs) Great. So we'd love to um, hear from our listeners as well. Maybe um, you have had contact with Iranian culture as well, or maybe you are actually Iranian as well. So we'd love to hear um, your comments about what kind of things you love celebrating or what you've seen that's been interesting to you and um and love a little reminder that we also have a special vocabulary guide to new zealand um words that's available if you want to sign up for our newsletter so we our episode a few um couple of weeks back was on new zealand yeah. and there are some vocabulary some particular expressions Um, that we wanted to share so if you sign up for our newsletter we'll give you a free guide so feel free to do that so I think that's it for today yeah yeah okay bye
1: thanks for joining us this week on you don't say if you enjoyed our show please leave us a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend we'd love that too sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide you can find this in the link in the show notes Listen out for our next show coming soon.